DNA either. Yeah, one second. Anthony, amazing. Amazing. Test, test, test. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hi. All right. We got to figure it out. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Friday's whatever the fuck we call this show. Friday happy hour with random comic fucking hosts every week and they never show up so I'm your default host every time. I think I'm just going to take over the show. Um, <laughs> I'm hearing some feedback. Uh, Big Dog, if you could figure that feedback out, it would really make my erection come back. Um, so our first comic is not here. You are not our first comic. Oh. Okay, what's your name? Trina. Trina or Trina? Is it Trina? I'm just hiding. You got to you got you got to work with me. I know it's fine. We'll be okay. How are you feeling? I'm really excited to hear that. I'm really excited to hear that. Yeah, I am. Amazing. I'm not paranoid. I'm just like my chest hurts. I smoke a lot of cigarettes, oh. so I'm kind of anxious because I'm gonna die. No one makes that alive, Max Eddie. Don't know me. No one. You're not gonna make it out alive. No one. Yeah, you do. I want me to die. <laughs> no, I want to kill myself. I do. You look like you get stuck in traffic. Am I right? You're not currently stuck in traffic, but you look like you probably get stuck in traffic, and, and that would make you want to kill yourself, am I right? Uh, I'll kill the right. You want to hurt something. That's how yeah. the, my fingernails never, they will never stop growing, and that's how that makes me feel. I'm just going to have to cut them for the rest of my life. It's a never-ending cycle. Just kill myself? No. <laughs> We found a supporter of Mark killing himself. That's awesome. Would you want to? Can I get your email? Can I get you on the email list? 
Awesome. Awesome. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited for your next performer. She's hilarious. We had a really good conversation. She's very sociable. She's pro-life. She wants your host to kill himself. Uh, please make it big for Trina. Oh my God. I'm so excited. You guys are so awesome. So yeah, so here's the thing though. What was your name again? Mark. I'm just totally fucked up when it comes to suicide jokes. Because I was in a situation where people were like, oh, uh, are you okay? You're going to commit suicide, right? Like, have you ever had people, like, when you don't have any intention whatsoever of killing yourself, be like, yeah, you really, are you okay? And it's like, that. I've never been so insulted. Like, I, like why would I want to kill myself? I'm like, what, what reason? Do you know something I don't about my life? Because I thought I was pretty fucking awesome. And then you're coming around acting like I want to kill myself. That's pretty fucking annoying. Still doesn't make me want to kill myself, though. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. The problem is that now I'm fucked up regarding suicide. Now I'm like, yeah, whatever. If you want to kill, if you do really want, we should just have lunch. I can fix that for you. You, you won't want to kill yourself after we have a conversation. I'll, 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 uh... Well, it's not technically a date, Mark. It's not technically a date. And I'm so sorry. I don't mean to give you that, that impression. It's, it's just a, you know, saving one life at a time kind of thing. No, um, so I, <laughs> so, so I, uh, I'm just, I'm super excited because I have a show booked here tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow between... The studio is booked between 8 and 10, but I think I'm, I'm going to start at 9 because I need to get in and set up. I was going to do some shit with the lights and stuff like that and get my shit figured out, which is going to take me a solid hour. Plus, it's dance, and so I don't think I can dance for two straight hours. I dance hard, Mark. I dance hard. In fact, that was one of the things I was like, why would somebody who dances like I dance ever hurt this body that makes no fucking sense and then i'm like oh yeah that's right they've never seen me dance oh yeah that's right no they don't know they don't know giorgio is George sergio sergio sorry i'm horrible with names you will learn so uh so none of it's going to be funny unless i suck you know what i mean like it's not a comedy show per se it's not like an on-purpose comedy show. I do, I have been experimenting with comedy dance, and it, if, if it is funny, I won't mind it. It's just that I haven't actually sold any tickets, so there's not actually going to be anybody here, <laughs> So, which is I'm actually okay with because I've never danced in public before. So, like, I figure if I don't sell any tickets, then I'll just treat it like a dress rehearsal, and I'm doing it here, so they'll hear what I'm saying about it, and I'm hoping that that, like is its own promotion for the show, right? Like, you'll hear me talk about what I'm doing, won't see it, then, right? What, what's your name? Anthony, then people, that'll get people down here, right? Like, if they know that they have to be here to see it, and in order to be here to see it, you gotta buy a ticket, then, right? Then maybe that'll increase my chances? No, Anthony? Well, here's the situation. You're exactly the right person, you know why? We, 
we all got to just think outside the box. This is a think outside the box comp competitive type of a world. And I don't ever do shit the way anybody else does shit. Cause I can't cause I'm a chick and they don't, we don't get in. It's a whole, it's a whole Jordan Peterson thing is really what it is. But anyway, so let me just real quick, George, hit me with some music real fast. Well, I'm going to do the comedy version. The comedy version, which is, I'm horror, horrible at, at balancing. And so sometimes you can get a really good leg workout in if you like, oh, 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 no, oh, 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 I didn't last very long, that sucks. You're laughing, you're laughing, I can see you laughing. All right, you guys have a good night. Holy shit, give it up one more time. My goodness. I got a date and a lap dance all in the same all in the same performer. That was that's a paid gig. That that's this is a paid gig. I am getting paid right now. I'm I'm on the clock. This is amazing. That was awesome. I don't know what it was, but that was awesome. That was really the charades was really I'm I'm into it. <laughs> he looked like a fucking half retarded penguin. I don't know. It was like is that the dance? You should call it the half-retarded penguin. That should be your dance move. That'd be nice. Oh. I look like such a fat fuck, dude. Why do you got this on me? I'm like, I'm like, God damn. Blue eyes. <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Arjun Banerjee is still not in the building. Um, his his last name sounds like Big Dick Energy, and I just really enjoy the like the the, the rhyme scheme there. It's like it. It's fun. Ooh, I'm loud. I'm louder than I once was. Uh huh. Still not next. <laughs> you know who's next? This guy that's about to get this video camera started. There I am. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, your next performer is bald. Um. And has, I think, a tattoo in reverse backwards on his chest. So when you're looking at him in the mirror, you can read what it says. But if you're just looking at it, it makes, uh, it's gibberish. So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please make it big for Sergio Novoa. Novoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> All righty. Wow. Most people cannot figure out my tattoo sober. So hats off to you. Yeah. Hi. Yes. My name is Sergio. Um, I recently came out to my family as a comedian. Um, they were not too happy with my decision. Uh, I think coming out of the closet is much easier in comparison. They get a welcome package. It comes with lube, a rainbow flag, endless amounts of glitter, and a parade. I, what did I get? Concerned looks. Apparently, I made a difficult, I chose a difficult lifestyle. Um, when you think about it, open mics are like gay bars. Bunch of men telling dick jokes, putting something thick and black to their mouth. Um, originally, I wanted to be a doctor, but that was just too easy. Um, and when you think about it, laughter is the best medicine, so in a way, I am healing people. And much like your doctor, oh, <laughs> and much like your doctor, I may say something that makes you feel uncomfortable. It might feel like a prostate exam or a pap smear. Just breathe, relax, and let me in. 
Once people find out I'm a comic, they want me to start telling jokes. I'm not a gumball machine. You can't just put a quarter in me and I start telling jokes. Um, however, I will accept $20 bills or sex as payment. Oh, by the way, no woman has taken me up on that offer. Um, women need to feel safe before they have sex with men, which is why I have, which is, <laughs> which is why I have sex with men. <laughs> I fucked that one up, shit. <laughs> Although I'm taking a break from sleeping with straight men right now. They get too attached and the internal struggle is tough on them. Um, they're now concerned they might be gay because they're enjoying sex with another man. All emotional if I don't call them the day after. Um, now they know what it feels like for a woman. Gay guys have it the easiest. Eye contact is followed up with a blowjob. Um, <laughs> blowjobs are a polite way of saying, hello, nice to meet you. You shake hands and rah, 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 you go right at it. Ah. <laughs> um, guys, if you have never received a blowjob from a gay man, I want you to call in sick to work tomorrow and get this done immediately. Now, being that I'm a people pleaser, I eventually tell a joke, and all of a sudden, everyone's a professional comic. They all have tips on telling jokes. Really? And what other profession do people do that? I don't show up to my doctor's appointment and tell her how to do a testicular exam. Although that may not be the best example because I'm pretty sure I can do a testicular exam. I can prove it to you guys. I need a volunteer, a male volunteer from the audience. You, what is your name? Capital. Capital. Thank you for volunteering, Capital. <laughs> so before you come up here, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what you have to do. With my eyes closed, I will walk you through step-by-step step on how to massage my balls. I, I mean, on how to do a testicular exam. Um, it'll be just like we practice at home. <laughs> um, wait, I was not supposed to say that out loud. That was, never mind, you can stay seated. Um, I used to be a personal trainer for Crunch Fitness. Their slogan is no judgment, which means we're not gonna judge the unrealistic goals you've set for yourself. Personal trainers are like therapists. They charge by the hour, and they all pretend to like each one of their clients. Um, <laughs> personal trainers also have a lot in common with escorts. They get paid cash, and they both put clients in very compromising positions. Now, if you're an escort and a personal trainer, sometimes it can be difficult to figure out if your client is about to orgasm or if they're just struggling to do one extra sit-up. If you close your eyes, they both sound exactly the same. Either way, the client will end up with a wet spot. Um, one difference is uh, personal trainers will take before and after photos. You should see my collection of male nudes. It's pretty impressive. Now, I am happy to say I never slept with any of my female clients. Um, clients are like family members. You don't fuck family members. This is in Utah. Um, females, once they get really comfortable with you, they will share everything. So guys, here's a tip. Um, not that tip, a different tip. Um, do not send women dick pics. If they have a personal trainer, that trainer has seen your dick pic. How do you think I started my collection of male nudes? Uh, and brides-to-be were my favorite clients. They are so focused on their goals. Fuck as many guys as possible before they say I do. Now, my specialty was nutrition. So if you're looking to lose weight, I'll share a, a tip with you. Trust me when I tell you this, it works. As soon as you're done eating, just throw up. It works, I dare you to find me a fat bulimic. They don't exist. Now, if throwing up is not your thing, just take some laxatives. The goal is to purge. Um, that is it for me. My name is Sergio. Thank you. Perfect.
Alright, cool. I looked at that after I gave it the first letter, I was like, okay, I'm 20 seconds off. I didn't have a phone till just now, so that was on mental timage, which mine's terribly off. How do you say your last name? Zakara. That's what I thought. It's just a really cool looking last name. How are you? Good. Let me go up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let, uh, you, you pre-signed as well, right? Yeah, he's been here, so I'm gonna let him go, but then you can go right after him. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. All right. We were just talking about how your last name rhymes with big dick energy, and I love it. I guess it, does. it totally does. Okay. Cool. You're going up next. Yeah, there's no. If not you, any other person, literally. You sign up first, you're late. You know what I mean? I love you. I love your last name. I love what it rhymes with. Oh my god. I think of you as a friend. <laughs> I touched your face one time. I remember. I was back in high <laughs> Oh, it shouldn't make me as happy as it does. That like phrasing is so funny. <laughs> Anthony does a car, ladies and gentlemen. All right, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jesus. Um, uh, so I, I, I'm a huge fan of history. I love history. My favorite thing to read about in history is uh, failed assassination attempts. Because if you think about the effort and planning that goes into an assassination attempt, that it's, it's a bad idea to begin with because it's straight murder. But if you think... If you think murder is bad, assassination attempts are way worse. Like, especially if you fail them. Like, you, you, had, you had time to plan it. Like, and also, you can get put in jail for life for just planning an assassination. Like, you could just write, I want to assassinate Donald Trump on a piece of paper, and then that's life. That's, that's how the law works. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, if you think of how to get away with murder, two basic things to get away with murder is you kill someone no one knows with no witnesses. But an assassin thinks, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill the most recognizable person in the country in front of cameras and thousands of people. Um, that's like uh, that's like calling an Uber to get away from a bank robbery. Um, but yeah, so thank you. <laughs> Uh, my, fav- uh, my favorite failed assassination attempt, I have a lot of these, uh, is there was a, uh, a, a Dutch official, I don't, I don't know his name, um, but he, uh, he was standing giving a speech, a guy comes up to him and just click, click. He uh, forgot to put bullets in the gun. Um, just forgot to do it. Uh, and then he gets bum rushed by about a thousand white guys in suits. It looked like that scene in the second Matrix, ironically called Reloaded. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that guy got fucked up. Um, there was another one where a, a drunk guy fly, uh, he tried to fly his single engine plane into the White House uh, to try and kill the Clintons, um, but they weren't there at the time. Rats. And uh, yeah, they weren't there at the time, and uh, he didn't even hit the White House, he landed on the, the White House lawn. Um, I don't know about you guys, but every time I'm drunk and I feel like I'm flying high, uh, I always just end up passed out on someone's front lawn anyway. Um, what else? I wrote. I wrote it. There was a. There was more to this shit. I should have. I should have brought my notebook up here, but it's too far now. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Max Eddie. Everybody, thank you. So Woo! helpful. Get ready. 
<laughs> little interlude, thank you. Um, what else? Oh yeah, uh, there was actually an assassination attempt on Abraham Lincoln before the real one that did it. Um, a bullet, he was on his carriage and then a bullet just went through his top hat. And uh, which is probably why he wore that thing to begin with. Um, but yeah, bullet went through his top hat, dot, got really lucky. And then uh, I think John, Book, uh, John Wilkes Booth must have seen that because y you gotta take your hat off when you're in the theater. Um, what else, what else? Uh, oh yeah, my favorite one though, my favorite one is uh, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, uh, if you don't know what, who Andrew Jackson is, he's on the 20 and he looks like William Defoe and Jane, Jane Fonda. Um, so he, uh, uh, he was leaving a bar headed to a funeral because this was the 1800s and you were either going to one of those two places. And uh, in the 1800s, no one was doing well. Like, no one was doing well. Like, it's, it was just death and destruction. And this, uh, this is a great story that proves that. He uh, got attacked by his assassin. He, the, the guy brought two guns. Both of them misfired. That's why you bring a backup, right? Both of them misfired. And then J uh, Andrew Jackson beat the living shit out of his attacker with his cane to the point where Jackson's Secret Service had to pull the president off of his would-be assassin. Uh, I don't know where the bar is for failed assassination attempt, but if you have to get protected by your target's security, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Uh, uh, I, wrote, I wrote all these things, and uh, I said all of them, um, but the host is out there smoking a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Arjun Banerjee. Found! It's fine. I'm upstage. Hell yeah. We didn't need no host. We don't need... This is an anarchist room, dude. We can do whatever the fuck we want, okay? No order. We all go at once. Everyone start doing your set. You don't get to do your set. You've already done your set. Everyone else start your set at once. Okay. No. <laughs> Sit down. What? What was that? What? I don't want to be. No, I wish. I'm glad I showed up when I did. Uh, the uh, the amount of time I can spend, you know, the reason Bart was late is because, don't you love sassy Bart people? Don't you love when the train conductor's getting all sassy? There's like, the door is open, we can't leave, last person to come on, it's your fault. One Bart person, this is funny, I promise you said to the man doing a headstand on the BART platform, please consider what is on those floors. <laughs> he just said that. Salma, that's funny. Come on. I didn't even write that. That's the thing, that's funny. Like, that's a fun, like, shut up. We should say the things are real. I wrote two jokes in the past three days, so I'm gonna tell you guys both of them, mm-hmm. How old are you, Capital? Me too. Neat. Okay. <laughs> ah, anyways, I uh, I as well. Okay. Here's a joke. I don't uh, I don't work out uh, because I want something to do when someone breaks up with me. Uh, thank you, Matt. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. No, that's really good. Get it? Because I don't know if you've ever been broken up with, but then you tell your friends about it, and they're like, "Well, you just got to work on yourself." And then you say, what does that mean? And then they give you this. They're like, work out, end of list. That's it. 
They have no advice. They have no, they're like, work on yourself, apparently, is just get in better shape. What if you're already in good shape? What do you do when someone breaks up with you? Fix your personality? That's impossible. No one's ever done that. Everyone's always been the same. Stagnant. I am the same person I was at age five. This exact level of anger. Anyways, I was an angry five-year-old. I'd be like, give me my juice box. Just kidding. I drank juice pouches. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, rich kid lifestyle, you know what I mean? I was a fucking box with cardboard. Fuck that shit, dude. I was in the money. We had Capri Sun 100% fruit shit. We didn't get real Capri Sun because my stepmom was like health-minded, but like... Fuck that, you know what I mean? Fuck that, okay. What was that other joke I wrote? I forgot it. Max, you've been listening to me do stand-up. What's the other joke I've been telling recently? It's the, the one about how Bush actually did do 9 No, I don't believe that. You know that. Okay. Shut up. Anyways, um, stop talking. Oh, you know what? You ever get so lonely you consider joining a church? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. You know, you're just like, God might not exist, but my friends definitely don't. I am alone. I need someone. You know, because the great thing about church is they fear God so much, they'll be your friend. They don't care as long as you also fear God. And if that's what it takes to be nice to me, I don't give a fuck. Hell yeah, I'm going to become a Unitarian. The one thing is, is football's on Sunday, and that's when church is. So, I, uh, I'm going to be moving to San Francisco soon. I, I'm not, I didn't grow up there. But is it gentrification if you're moving back in with your dad? Because uh, he moved to San Francisco, and I'm just going to live with him because I don't want to pay rent, and I am afraid of the world. You know? Terrifying. Oh, my God. Ugh. You guys ever experience existence? It's not easy. But if your dad's taking care of you, it's still hard. Like, uh, remember eighth grade? You guys watch that movie? Yeah. Do you guys like it? You know, some people compare open mics to AA meetings, but, but AA meetings are actually useful for everyone who attends. Uh, yeah. oh, come on, that was way funnier than the first part of that joke. Now, why would you guys laugh at the first part? Whatever. Do you guys want to hear my jokes? Here's a new one. Here's a new tag to an old one. Uh, it's about working out. So pretend I didn't do all that middle stuff and I just went straight into working out. I know, I see. I don't understand personal trainers. Like I've never been exercising and thought, man, I wish the hottest person I've ever seen was criticizing me right now. <laughs> you know, I've never been like working out and been like, man, you know what would be great? If a guy named Kyle was just like, the only thing in between you and your goals is you. It's like, I know, I am aware. I know that every I am everything wrong with it. Shut the fu- Stop. Okay, well, that was a dud. But, uh, I don't know. At least I have, like, confidence on stage, which at this point is like, who cares? You know, who cares? Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything you play, every time. Give it up for uh, for Arjun Moneybags uh, Banerjee.
It's amazing. It's two dollar donation money bags. Get that Kool Aid money up. Whatever. I'm not rich like you. All I know is fucking Kool Aid with like just the right amount of sugar, because you're rationing at that point. There you go. And that's not just for Mr. Moneybags Magoo over here. It's for all of you too. It's like a Dr. Seuss fucking. <laughs> oh, Hunter. I get five minutes right now. That's what. Yep. I'm number four. I'm number four. I, don't, I, I stutter a lot, but I wasn't. Did I stutter? I, I don't know. What? Are you kidding me? How? There's no way, because I've been here since 3 o'clock, and I chose to go 4 instead of fucking 2. You got that pre-sign. Yeah, you gotta be honest. That money bags. Because I like to get my time in right here, where I signed in. So now I'll start my time, Arjun. Thank you, Sama. The fuck is up with Pee Wee Herman? I got asked today if if I fucking have watched a Pee Wee Herman, a specific Pee Wee Herman movie. It's like I I, I know I'm not old, like I'm 22, and I, it's kind of before my time. But like I've I had the opportunity. I just choose not to. He just like if I think of like a pedophile, I'm like that's Pee Wee Herman looks like what a pedophile. It's just like pedophile propaganda is what I'm pretty sure it is. It's just. He fucking talks like a, he just walk. It just every. It's just he probably fucks kids. I just it's and it's like tailored for kids. That's why I feel like it's like it's conditioning you into being like friendly with fucking creepy people. Is Pee Wee Herman not creepy to you people? Would you just walk up to Pee Wee Herman and hang out? I I can't believe it. I can't. I can't do it. It's not my thing. I can't. No, don't. I, that's put it on my fucking tombstone. Don't hang out with Pee Wee Herman. It's you're gonna get some. It's like, how did Pee Wee Herman not roofie anyone, but Cosby did? I just don't. How did that happen? Like I would hang out with Cosby, right? Probably not anymore. But growing up, not Pee Wee Herman. I'm fucking not stupid. Kind of dumb. Not stupid. I don't know. I wrote that today. I wrote like three words today and the rest was just spewed out of my face. Hey Matt Watt, could you do me a favor and close that door? Thank you. Those radical skaters are too much for my set right now. Can I wear your hat? Is that your hat? Cool. Thank you. Don't lick it. Wasn't planning on it. Don't break it. It's already broken. I know. Was that the joke? Ah, yeah. I don't get jokes. I don't understand. Anthony Bourdain died and the internet like lost their mind. Are you aware of this, Boris? Anthony Bourdain died and the internet fucking like lost their mind. It was like Guy Fieri died. I don't understand. That's what this set is, is I just don't get it. I don't understand anything. Anthony Bourdain dies, the internet loses their fucking mind like Guy Fieri dies. How is Guy Fieri not dead? Like he eats the most disgusting quadruple cheeseburgers dipped in fucking welcome and fried and he's like f driving a fucking f goddamn Corvette I just and living life and this fucking Anthony Bourdain kills himself I just don't get it 
It would be funnier if he died of natural causes, but he didn't. I'll take a laugh track, that's fine. That's what it sounds like when I masturbate. If I, if I get a friend request from a girl, just in general, if I'm friends with a girl on Facebook for any amount of time, and like at some point a picture of her and her boyfriend pops up, I'm, you're getting blocked. I just, I can't, I don't have time for that in my life. I don't, you know, I just don't. I can't. You're immediately unsubbed. He's like, I do not want to hear any of this. Headphones off, window closed. Oh, man. It's okay. You're just breaking it more. I was gonna do it. I was gonna. I'm a. I'm a doctor. I don't know. I was gonna perform surgery. Surgery on that. I know it's okay. I'm sorry for your hat. My dad never wanted. <laughs> my mom never wanted my dad to get a motorcycle growing up. And they got. She wanted. To, she ended up getting a divorce with him. It's like. You didn't want him to get hurt on a motorcycle. If he would have died while you were married, you would have got like a way larger amount of money. Like it would have been fucking huge. So he was an alcoholic. Let him get a fucking motorcycle. You don't love him anyways. It's a terrible relationship. He stayed together. They were like, we have kids. We have kids together. That's we have something in common. Let's get married. That that works. Cool. Someone give me a, a finger. Uh, I was really hoping you flip me off, but that works too. I'm looking at the set list. And I want, I just like, it could be my set list, I suppose. I could just, no. The next two people, I don't, it wouldn't be right to roast either of you. We have a venue at some point. I'm going to rap against you. You, I can't, I don't want, I don't feel, I don't know you that well. So I can't do a set list on you guys. James Moore is not in the building. Capital's too cool. I couldn't roast anyone anyways. I'm running a light now. I, I already did. That was awesome. That was so good. Did you guys see the little dance she did? It was, it was fucking way more entertaining than this. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, your next performer. All the way from LA? Is that the case? No. <clears throat> You're from here? You're native San Franciscan? Boris is just in love. <laughs> oh, Boris. There's the laugh track I needed. All right, get ready for your fucking, get ready for some music. I need some music. You hear me? Get that queued up. You <laughs> just gave me the crazy ass. Ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, I just hit myself in the face. Is it Zacky? Yeah. Cool. Z-Z- Saw Mazaki, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God! Thank you. Okay, <laughs> right when I get on, that's cool. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Perfect timing. Um, 
No, thank you. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> funny, funny, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, banter. Um, no, thank you for not calling me uh, Salma Saggy Sacky. That was my nickname in high school, guys. Uh, so I appreciate that. All right, enough about saggy sacks. Let's get professional. Uh, I am uh, not kinky. I'm not kinky because I'm too fragile, too much of a fragile woman. I'm going to break if you do anything. Like, I'm an animal in bed, but it's a chihuahua <laughs> because I pee a lot, and I'm always cold. I shiver all the time, <laughs> always cold. Uh, no, I am... Uh, <laughs> it's hard to know. What's That looks more fun in there. What's going on in there? <laughs> um, yeah, I have more about this. Yeah, I'm fragile, you know? Like, if you call me, like, a bad girl in bed, I'm like, I actually do charity work, Scott. I don't, <laughs> not bad. And then <laughs> I hand over a laminated resume because I'm professional and organized. Uh, <laughs> I'm also, like, I cry at everything. You know, I cry at everything. Like, one time I saw <laughs> a baby on a plane it, they say on planes you cry more, but I saw a baby on a plane and I cried because I was just like, this baby's, this baby's going places, <laughs> you know, physically, but also metaphorically because it's growing up. Um, <laughs> that's stupid. Okay. I'll never say it again, folks. Uh, yeah, no, it's just like I'm, uh, you know, it's like, how old do you guys, how old do I look? Because I want to see if, how old do I look? No. I look younger, right? Okay, because I want to be like, oh, it's like, I, it looks like I shouldn't be talking about sex, but that I should be like learning about it, like in <laughs> class, you know, and asking questions like, uh, what's an organism feel like? And then the teacher's like, it's orgasm. And I'm like, what is that? I thought it was organism this whole time. I still get it confused. Uh, yeah, body and strength of an eight-year-old. <laughs> I have the body and strength of an eight-year-old, uh, which is like, you know, it's fine by me like I can uh, I can take your kids lunch money if you need me to I could do that uh, your kid must be a toddler though who <laughs> needs to be if it's any more than toddler this is distracting all right flies um, wish I had a hot riff on flies you know but yeah it's like what else so the baby thing it's like yeah so too fragile too fragile to be kinky like if, if I was getting choked or something uh, I could, and it was like, and it went too far. I couldn't just be like John Cena and body slam him, you know? Like, I can't go that. I don't have the strength for that, you know? Like, and also that's just not attractive. Or if it's like, and I feel like I have a tendency to to date like a nerdy kind of guy. So it's like, if I get tied up, that is a Boy Scout level knot. I can't undo that knot. Like, I'm like, can you please, can you please untie me from this constrictor knot? <laughs> That's the, <laughs> I looked up hardest knot to untie. It's a constrictor knot. I'll try to put that in there somehow. Uh, what else? I, um, I, oh yeah, video games. How about that? How about that? I read this article. It was like video games are causing like dangerous behavior in children, right? And it's like, I don't play many video games. So my first thought was like, why is Mario Kart ruining lives? <laughs> That's the only game I've ever played. So I was like, are kids just throwing banana peels outside of cars now? Like, what? why are they buying guns? Because of, you know, Luigi? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, or like, okay, what else? I'm just like so bad at video games I, because it's like, 
I don't want to be, this is back to the sensitive thing. I used to play like Grand Theft Auto with my brother, Grand Theft Auto, but I would play as like a productive member of society. <laughs> like I didn't want to like ruin the car. I would like stop at red lights and stuff. And then I would like get the prostitute, but like not kill her, you know? And my brother's like, you have to kill her. And I'd just be like, I'm going to protest this outside. Actually, I'm going to start a protest. <laughs> I would find the Planned Parenthood uh, in Grand Theft Auto. And then I would go. And <laughs> there wasn't a Planned Parenthood in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That'd be funny, though, if there was. OK. Um, what else? Bad with directions. Did I? OK. All right. Um, bad with directions. I wish there was an app that would give you your destination based off of like an experience you had. That would really help me out, you know? If it was like, uh, it was like, take a left on the corner that you threw up on freshman year. I'd be like, yeah, I know that street. I know that street. <laughs> That's makes it easier, you know? Fuck, I don't know. Because it's like, yeah, Siri, I already, it's like, you know what she's, um, okay, one more thing. <laughs> it's like, I heard people, you know how like dudes can be hot when they're old, but women can't or whatever, like actresses and stuff. <laughs> you guys hear about this, uh, this uh, thing? And it's like, I've heard people be like, yeah, like a woman, or no, like an actress's shelf life is like, can we not use shelf life for a woman? Like, I'm not a can of beans. I'm not a can of beans, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll work on that one, thanks. I never watch a day in his life. And mama. Talk going around town saying that Papa had three outside children and another wife. And that ain't right. Heard some talk about Papa doing some storefront preaching. Talking about saving souls and all the time leeching. Stealing in debt and stealing Jesus in the Christ. name of the Lord. That dude can sing. Papa was a Who is this? Who's got a name? Name that song. Name that artist. That's not what I said. I love when he plays it so loud it starts like distorting. Oh my God. It makes me moist. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me tell you something about your next performer. It's actually not a performer. It's your next host. Because I am getting the fuck. I'm actually not going to get out of here. I'm going to chill. But uh, I'm going to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the audience and uh, the nobody listening. Um, make sure you put a donation in this jar. That's your next performer. John Gabb, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give it up for Mark. Thank you so much, Mark. I am a douchebag. Yeah, I got here late as fuck. Uh, so, like, I was driving Uber before I got here, and it was literally, like, 4.45. So I'm like, oh, I got, like, an hour and 15 minutes. Like, I'm fine. And I picked this woman up in the Castro, and before I, like, I get to her, I see a fucking like a luggage bag so I'm like okay fuck she's probably going to SFO I can make it to SFO and then to mutiny that's fine that's I got an hour and 15 no she was going to the Oakland fucking airport 
So I then had a moment of panic. So she's in the car. I'm like sweaty now, fidgety. I'm like touching my face, trying to figure out who I'm going to fucking contact about this. Because like I sent Pam a message, no response. I'm like, fuck, who do I know that's here? So Mark Neuer. And it's funny because I had to ask her permission. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I make a really quick call? But if you guys know Mark, you know he does not have cell service. He is Wi-Fi only. So I had to make a Facebook call and this motherfucker answered in FaceTime with his face in the video so the chick got to see him smoking a cigarette like, hey, you need me to cover? Oh, I got you. So that was awesome. So glad to be here with you guys. This is a super packed lineup. It's a a sparse room, but you guys are all killers that are here. So who fucking cares? Quality over quantity. That's what I always say. That's what I tell my girlfriend. It's about quality. Uh, you know, they say like, uh, a lot of guys grow beards to hide the fat in their face. It's true. It's like a fat hider. I've been thinking I'm I'm trying to grow my beard to hide my entire body. That's my, that's my goal right now. So I'll just look like a little hairy hobbit, a little gremlin. All right. I'm going to start this train rolling. Uh, I think your next performer is Max Eddie who is a funny motherfucker. So give it up for Max Eddie. There we go. Thanks, John. How are we doing? Okay, time again. Still, Papa is still rolling and stoned. I guess that, that's what that song's about. How am I supposed to deal with all this momentum we've built up, Nicole? This fucking momentum. I'm just, I'm standing in the way of this fucking boulder of a comedy show we've got going on right now, dude. Fucking... Eat or be eaten by this boulder. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's silly. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's some. I'm working on some stuff. You guys have probably heard parts of it, but it's getting better. So here we go. Uh, my dad, I hate to brag or anything, you guys, but my dad is one of the higher ups at Costco in Vallejo. His, uh, his official title. Okay, wait. Now, let's back up. Let's do a joke workshop thing. Does the way I just said that, does higher up at Costco sound like he's like an executive, like a C-suite? dude or or does it not because I'm, I'm gonna get he's not anything he's a piece of shit but does it get that we'll talk later nicole no wait no we'll do this now this is okay yeah okay yeah so it's not enough of a contrast i'll do it differently a different time but he's an assistant manager he's an assistant manager at costco actually when i was a kid i got super cocky like going into his store uh i would just i would like walk. you know how you show your membership card when you walk in i didn't even show it. i was just like my father is the assistant manager here (laughs) do you know kevin yes (laughs) i'm his spawn (laughs) i'm the heir to this costco no i didn't say that (laughs) <laughs> what it, I wish I talked like that when I was 10. That would be an amazing. You'd be that 10-year-old for sure. Like, you'd be, uh, no, I'm not going to riff on that. That's not uh, going anywhere. But, uh, no, the other thing is I would always, you know how people get, like, free samples at Costco, and they're like, oh, I guess I can only get one. I got as many as I fucking wanted. I was just like, yeah, you give me two of those raviolis or it's your head, okay? My dad is the assistant GD manager here, okay? Yeah. It was really sad when I figured out that they give the samples to everybody, too. I thought that was a special me thing, but no, nah, that's, their, that's their business practice. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's... And also, my dad can't fire anybody. I found that out later, too. He cannot fire. He has no authority, virtually no authority at Costco. But 
it's crazy. My dad, he's worked at Costco for 26 years, but he's also a Republican. It's a weird, like he literally has a job where they give out free samples. Like his whole philosophy is just no handouts unless they're served on toothpicks. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out how to set that up better because I love that line. I do love that line, but I got I to gotta make sure. Because some people are plebes. They go to fucking Walmart and they don't know that Costco serves their samples oftentimes on toothpicks. So gotta, I got to make that joke. You guys are smart enough to get that joke eventually. There are, some, there are a lot of dumb people in the world, Nicole, though, and I'm doing comedy for them, too. I'm an altruist for all those fucking idiots, okay? <laughs> those fucking morons who I want to be my fans. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You know, my my favorite comic fan interaction is Doug Stanhope. All the like, at, at least like three times in every special he does, just calls his fans retards, pretty much. Just like, just calls them. He'll he'll say like, a, he'll like do an explanation of something. Just be like, oh yeah. Um, just in case you don't know what social security is, if you're one of my fans, here's what. And it's fun. Okay, uh, jokes again. I, oh, the other thing about my dad, my dad's worked as an assistant manager for 26 years. Been an assistant the entire time there. When I was a kid, I was like, why isn't my dad a manager? But then I grew up, I got to know him, and I'm like, who even let this dude be a father? That's like, seemed like a bad call. Uh, Mom, that's, that was her fault. I gotta, I wanna figure out that line. But, Nicole, you've been very helpful. This is, this is good. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. This is a fucking comedy, fucking bringing people together. We're all learning together. Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love it. Mutiny fucking radio, dude. It's more like, it's like not even a mutiny right now. It's just fucking togetherness radio, dude. <laughs> fucking loving each other radio. There's no mutiny, dog. Fucking, if someone wants to make it a mutiny, though, come take the mic from me right now. We'll fucking do a mutiny thing. But I'm feeling the love. You know what I'm saying, Capital? Like, I'm just feeling the love. I'm feeling the love. Uh, okay, um, oh, I'm bisexual, hard turn, it's not because not my dad's bad. It's, I, actually, I did that at a show, I just said hard turn, I'm bisexual, and that actually got a big laugh, I need to figure out how to replicate that, but uh, it, was, it was fun, but I'm bisexual. Uh, I came out to one of my friends, and he had a really weird reaction, he was just like, dude, you're fucking bi, dude, you can have sex with anybody, dude, you are gonna be swimming in that. <laughs> I'm just like, that's not how it works, dude. Like, do you want to have sex with me? He's like, what? No. See? <laughs> it's not anybody. Just because I have two options doesn't mean it's free. Like, like I, capital, I got Uber and Lyft on my phone, but I do not have drivers pulling up outside my house like, get in me, you know? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, but, oh yeah, for the record, in that joke, Uber is dudes, because, you know, because they're like cheaper and faster and evil. See, that never does well. I think, I've been trying to play with the wording on that for a while, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to get it there, because Uber is evil and stuff, and people are like, uh, Uber. Uh, but, yeah, okay, that feels pretty good. John, I will let you get back up here. Um, I, I hope you guys um, feel good. That's, fuck yeah, dude. Thanks. Shout out to me, dude, for doing the set. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Though you may not drive. All right. Give it up for the very funny Max Eddie. Thank you very much. Oh, man. 
Do you guys know that uh, chimps were allowed into space before women? That's real shit. I found that out the other day. That's probably the most American thing I think I've ever heard in my life. And you guys know, like, uh, the Soviets shot a golden retriever into space in the 60s? I don't know if you were around for that or not. Uh, Yeah, his name was Cosmo. He was a golden retriever. The Soviets shot him into space. Yeah. No. No. It was an exploratory mission. And the thing I think is really fun is Marvel Comics actually made a comic about the dog. See you guys later. So this golden retriever that the Soviet shot into space in this comic book got exposed to radiation and now he has telepathic powers. So I actually did a little research. He's one of the guardians of the galaxy. A talking telepathic dog. I don't know why they haven't included him in the movie. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian that's coming up, he is very funny, he is very generous, he is the owner of a beautiful German Shepherd. Uh, give it up for Hunter Stoyer! Yeah! Energy! 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 Give it up for your host. I was leaving Cobbs on Friday last week uh, after the, yeah, cultural references that are important. I was leaving Cobbs the other week with John after the There Goes the Neighborhood uh, show showcase, and I was calling an Uber, and as I was calling the Uber, I turned to John and he said, dude, I'm your Uber. And so I just got into his Uber, and it was like a really, really pleasurable experience all the way. I gave you a really nice tip, just the tip. So (laughs) driving distracted, what I'm trying to say is driving distracted is uh, really dangerous. Uh, I was driving, do you you ever do this? Like you're driving, and and you're like drinking water, like eating food or something like that, and you accidentally listen to an entire YouTube commercial that you could have skipped? Super fucking, like those are seconds that you're never gonna get back. Oh, what am I gonna talk about? (laughs) Being in airports or like being in internships in Congress, they'll take you where you wanna go, but some stuff is gonna happen along the way without your consent. No, okay. (laughs) Daddy always said life is like a drawer full of Tupperware. Too many bottoms, not enough tops. All right, all right. So I recently started dating this girl. Uh, she's Colombian, and she's been taking me to like places that I've never been before, like Colombian nightclubs and shit like that. Like there's this place called Carbone in uh, North Beach, and I went there, and my night was fucking crazy, and I was obliterated in the morning because somebody gave me like a free shot of tequila, and because it was a free shot, I didn't calculate it within like my alcohol consumption of the evening. Does anybody ever do that? It was like the O-ring in my Challenger launch. Yeah. There we go. There we go. We're alive. <laughs> All right. She liked that one. What's your name? Nicole. Nicole liked that one. I'm trying to be more healthy. I heard that smoking cigarettes and stuff like that takes, uh, like, you know, they adds like 20% chance of, like, getting lung cancer. So I just tear my cigarettes in half because I can live with those odds. 
Plus, I can save the other half for splits. That's just good economics. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. All right, let's lighten the mood with some crowd work. What's your favorite terrorist attack? What was that? No, incorrect. The best terrorist attack is the King David Hotel attack, 1948, Israel. The people got away with it, and then one of them became the prime minister. That is like a really, really good terrorist attack, right? Didn't even know about it. History. Educational. I said I would be brief and informative. I'll at least be informative. Man, I could talk about idioms till the cows come home. Let's see. My mother's a hippie and a speech pathologist, which is why you can't tell that I'm a southerner or a sociopath. All right, I'll take. I'll keep that. I'll keep that. Is there anything more redundant than white people putting elementary proficiency in Spanish in their LinkedIn accounts? All right, maybe I'll keep that. <laughs> so my girlfriend and I has 1.5 month anniversary is coming up, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, like, it's really you know, relationships are amazing. Sometimes I look over at her and I'm like, God damn, I bet my microbes have colonized the fuck out of her. Microbes, like, because my microbiota is hella ratchet. Like, she's the one who's getting colonized. Like, I once ate a chicken salad sandwich that had been in the sun all day, and the sandwich got sick. <laughs> all right, we're alive. We're alive. <laughs> all right, you guys were ready to not laugh at anything, so I'm actually pretty happy with this. My mom is colorblind. She can't drive. My dad is arrowblind. He can't see arrows. I'm colorblind and aeroblind. I avoid Ikea. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm trying to be more social. Sometimes to, as an excuse to get out of the house, I just say, I need to take my dog out. You know, I'm gonna go to this barbecue because my dog needs to go somewhere. And I think that works, but it's also a dangerous precedent that let it, your dog getting you to do other things. Like, you know, give me some steak, stab that hooker. That's a Son of Sam joke. Yeah, I knew you'd get, I knew you'd like the Son of Sam joke. <laughs> You're a good demographic for that. You know what, I'm just gonna end there. Thank you guys, give it up for John. Woo! He is a gentleman and a scholar. Woo! My name is Hunter. You people are lovely. Fuck yeah, you guys. Give it up for Hunter Stoyer. Knocked it out of the park at Cobb's last Friday. I'm getting a fucking phone call. What the fuck is happening? Oh my god, that was my alarm for his set. Okay, I'm not gonna set alarms anymore. Alrighty. So, looks like we have quite a few people that are not here, but... <laughs> Sorry, your boy just took a dab in that other room. I'm still recovering a little bit. Uh, who is a capital? Is that you? Okay. Cool, because you are the next comic. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comic, he goes by the name CAPITAL in all caps. Fuck yeah. Yes, my name is Capital. No, that was not my mom's idea. That was, uh, that was my idea. My mom's idea was to give me a name that was already taken by a saint. 
I don't know if she expected me to live up to that standard or if she thought I would need a role model later on, but uh, either way, it's not really working out. Actually, the, uh, the name she gave me is so common and it's just a white name that I've noticed black people actually have trouble remembering it. Um, like, you know how like white guy will meet a black guy named like Tyrone and the next day they'll see me and say like, oh, hey, like Tyree, Tyrese, right? I've been called Dennis, Philip, and Macklemore. And that was all by the same guy. But I had to keep talking to him because he had the best weed in West Oakland. But then one day he's introducing me to his homie and he says, this is my man, Justin as in Justin Bieber, and I knew I had to take control of the situation. So uh, I knew, this is my plug, right? His favorite thing about me is my money. So I'm gonna name myself after that. But I, uh, I always wanted to be a writer, so I had to put a little spin on it. Um, and I knew capital was the money used to start a business. Which means that the business ain't got no money. And that's exactly who I am. Um, so. After he said that, he said, this is my man, Justin. And I said, nah, my name's Capital. And that's been my introduction ever since. Um, all right. When, uh, when bad shit happens, you can do three things, right? You can, be, you can get angry, you can be scared, or you can be sad. And none of that ever helps you with shit. Like, if I jumped off stage right now, right, and I took your phone out your hand, you could cry about it which wouldn't do anything. You could run outside, which would protect your wallet, but it wouldn't help you get your phone back. Or you could get angry and you could come up here and try and fight me and get your phone back, which that has like a 50-50 chance of working. Have you ever seen somebody try to fight when they're angry? Uh, I, yeah, yeah. That's when you start taking a few extra swings too early, tire yourself out too quick, and then somebody just pops you right in the face while you're tired. Actually, I saw one guy, he got so mad in a fight that he tried to do like a Godzilla kind of roar, and he leans and he's going, ah, and the guy just pops him right in the teeth. <laughs> Right as he's doing that. Um, uh, yeah, emotions get in the way. They're, uh, they're useless. Bad emotions are like the, uh, the shit of your brain. It's a necessary byproduct, but you got to flush it out. Like the same way we teach everybody when they're kids, right? You got to shit in the toilet. Don't shit on the floor. It's going to bother everybody. We got to teach people to do that with their emotions. When they're a toddler, like, yeah. Teach people to treat their emotions like shit. <laughs> don't do it in public so you don't bother nobody. The, uh, yeah, that's it for that joke. I got a little time, I'll do so. Um, I don't need that. So, my girl asked me the other day if I would still love her if she lost a leg, and I had to ask, which leg? She gave me that same laugh, so I figured she wanted a genuine answer. So uh, I said, Caitlin, as long as you keep your spirit, I will always love you. But then I got a little bit worried that she was plotting some kind of freak accident. Not to trap me or anything. I'm not that much of a catch. But um, just because I know her, she's like me. She's lazy as fuck. That's the ultimate way to get out of responsibility. I think about that at work sometimes. Like If I just pull this off the shelf a little bit and don't look and let it hit me in the head, can nobody ask me to do shit for two weeks? And that's the dream. But it's never, it's just not worth it to me. But I know her. She's lazy. And that's why if she lost a leg too, she'd just be moping around the house, laying around all the time. Even when she's trying to get around, laying down, moving around. I don't know, I can handle a stump, but I can't handle a lump. Doesn't work for me. Um, so, 
I had a condition to protect myself. What I said was, uh, Caitlin, I love you for who you are. But if that happened to change, then we would need to renegotiate. And I thought that was clever at the time. I understand now. Not a good idea. Um, as soon as I said that, the look on her face told me that her motivation for leg chopping had changed from uh, laziness to spite. Um, and I think I'm going to just call it there for today. I've done that one like five times this week. Thank y'all. Y'all been good. Give it up for Capital. Oh, shit, indeed. Well, we have a few people that uh, didn't show. So the next person on our list, he is kind of like the secretary of education for the comedy scene in the Bay Area. I mean that not as a Betsy DeVos slide. I mean that like that's really what you, you are. Your next comic, he is great. He provides a lot of service and does a lot of awesome things for the local comedy scene. Give it up for the funny Boris Shakurko! There we go, John! Oh, nice! I got all the dead beats clapping for me. Uh, we're having fun. We're having fun. I am like a secretary of education in no way that I can think of, but I would like to call myself one. That's fun. We should do that. I love when you came up here, John, just started coughing. That's so fun. I want to do five minutes of just... <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. All right, your next... <laughs> that is so funny. That is fun. Well, I have a clearer throat now because <laughs> I just coughed up some real lovely stuff. All right. Um, what's this? Guys, I'm a big fan of political correctness. I feel political correctness is right. I think that's, I'm with it. But it's not really for political reasons. I just feel like people are annoying. And the less words you're allowed to say, the better. You know, it doesn't really matter which words, just the fact that you're allowed to say less. I'm a fan of that. I don't like talking to people. Well, I really brought somehow even energy, even worse than it was, which was already, and now it's worse. So... This is great. Um, let's do some credit. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. There's a, I work with a woman who just, uh, she found out that 70% of her hometown in Indiana voted for Donald Trump. She was very surprised by that. 70, she was like, most of the people that I grew up in the same town voted for Donald Trump. It's like my whole hometown voted for Donald Trump, and I was born in Russia, you know? It's going to be this kind of mic. We're having fun. No, I don't want any laughs. If I'm going to bomb, I just silence. I don't want any laughs. I'm not doing this for the laughs. I'm doing it for the pain that I should feel. Um, I grew up, in a, grew up in San Francisco. That's not interesting. Um... No.
know. Stop. Why are you laughing? Isn't this kind of nice, though? Because most of the time, comedy is just like no silence because it's good. But with me, I bring something else to the table. It's the man, the myth, the legend. No one else gets to have applause during my set except for me. Um, no. I feel like a lot of people compare music to comedy, but I feel like that's not fair because I don't think... I don't think like we could have like a stand-up comedy version of Kids Bop, you know? Like you can't have just like some seven-year-old white girl doing Chris Rock. That wouldn't be fair. Um, well, I'm thinking, give me a second, Jesus. You want everything to be on demand? I'm not a... Um, at work, someone someone came up to me and was like, uh, uh, your name is Boris, you're probably a Russian spy. And I was like, that's actually really unoriginal. Like, really, you couldn't think of something more funny with the name Boris? And they were like, that's pretty mean for a Russian spy. Which, if you've ever read any history, is actually pretty nice for a Russian spy. That's pretty nice. There's no poison in your drink. There's no cyanide. There's no... Pl that's, that's pretty... You're getting off good. I'm really scared of earthquakes, but I wish one would happen right now. <laughs> I feel like that would make this set a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. There's actually a museum in San Francisco that will... Uh, uh, they will... Uh, simulate an earthquake in case you ever wanted uh, to know what it feels like to have a panic attack. That's always fun. Um, and in New Orleans, they just built one for Katrina. There's a Katrina simulator, and it's just uh, it's just waterboarding. That's just what they're doing. <laughs> That's funnier than I thought, but dark. Comedy shouldn't be dark. This is supposed to be positive. Um, I like money. No, I'm just staring at it. Um, I have a friend who's in a polyamorous relationship. And you ever wonder what like a polyamorous breakup would sound like? You think it's like, it's not us, it's them? I think that's kind of what it's like. All right, well, this has been utterly useless for me. But, <laughs> but it's my fault. Guys, make it loud for John. <laughs> For a boorish Gurko. <laughs> All right. So, uh, your next comic that's coming up here, uh, have not met him before, I don't think, but he looks funny as fuck. Uh, give it up for Cameron Lee. Everybody, <laughs> do I get my two dollars now, or how's that work? Okay, am I y'all gonna jump me if I don't give two dollars or something? Right, hold up. <laughs> if you do five, you have to donate again. If I do five, I have to donate again. 
I like to keep giving. I don't know. I just want to keep. <laughs> there y'all go. I'm good, brother. I, I'm, I'm straight, man. Uh, maybe after the set. I don't know. We'll see how this goes, depending on how it goes. I uh, just, I'm, I'm kind of hot. I was swerving through traffic to get here, and from L- I just came from LA. I just came from LA to get here, and I'm kind of upset that I did all that swerving to get to this. But whatever, we here. <laughs> Gotta get into it. I've been dealing with a uh, homemade ebony porn addiction. Uh, some I'm going through in my life. Uh, if you don't know what homemade ebony porn is, it is a uh, subgenre of the porn art form that involves black couples uh, at a point in their relationship where they're so confident in their sex game, they decide to tape it and then put it on the internet as their next logical step in their union or whatever. And uh, I really enjoy it. I love it a lot. Uh, I love seeing black couples. In layman's terms, it's just black couples fucking on Android cameras. That's really what it is. And I, I, I adore it. I fuck with it heavy. Uh, only thing I don't like about it is I recognize the setting sometimes. I'll be watching it, and I'll be like, yo, is that my church? Is that my church bathroom? <laughs> recognize pastor's cufflinks anywhere. That's crazy. Um... I know I don't look it, but I'm an old black man in my soul. I'm very old. Uh, I fit all the criteria. Uh, like for instance, uh, I like jazz festivals. I love jazz festivals. Uh, I like linen. Uh, I like to feel breathable. I like like breathable clothes. Um, and I like seeing niggas my age not succeed. That's another thing. Uh, Okay, um, that's just for a particular demographic, I think. Um, I hate rap shows, that's something I realized this year. Uh, I hate rap shows. I hate rap shows because I went to a show and uh, I, I wasn't mad at the rap music, but I was more mad at the fact that the rapper on stage took his shirt off and started showing his rapper nipples and I was not excited about that at all <laughs> to see rapper nipples. And plus, like, a lot of rappers nowadays are, like, young. They're 18, coming off the internet and stuff, so they have underdeveloped nipples, uh, puffy nipples and shit. I ain't come here to see these young puffy nipples rap to me right now. You know what I'm saying? If I want to see weird nipples, I would have stayed at home and looked at my own, honestly. Uh, <laughs> that's why, huh? Damn, that's that's a lot of work I have to do. Uh, to <laughs> I already paid his fifteen dollars service fee. I don't need to go help him out with his show. Fuck that. You got to be ready. He should come with pasties. Already. That's gonna be funny if trap rappers are wearing pasties. If Young Thug came out on stage and had pasties on his nipples, it'd be hilarious. That's why I miss Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent was a rapper with great nipples. If you remember. If you remember when 50 Cent came on the scene in the, in the club video, he was upside down doing pull-ups or whatever he was doing. He had great nipples when he was rapping. That's, 50 Cent is a great intersection of great bars and great nipples at the same time. And I fuck with that. <laughs> He's a legend in my eyes. Um, I, uh, I'm in a relationship. It's going pretty well. Uh, 
one thing about relationship I've been realizing is I've been trying to find ways to like humble myself as a man, you know? Like for instance, like whenever, uh, like during sex, before I suggest a position, I always ask myself this question. Um, do you have enough dick for that? That's a question I ask myself. Uh, it's a question I think more men should ask themselves before they start doing things they don't know that they're capable of doing. Don't try to put it on a counter if you can't get up there, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> I like to apply that logic to other things in my life too. Uh, like for instance, I used to want to be a rapper and then I asked myself, do I have enough dick for that? And uh, now I'm here with y'all in this uh, <laughs> this place right here. Um, what else I want to do? Nah, that's it. I appreciate y'all. Camly, thank you. Appreciate it. Fuck yeah, give it up for Cameron Lee, you guys. Hell yeah. We just had a lot more arrivals to take it easy. Yeah, we just had a lot of uh, awesome people just show up, so that's awesome. We got kind of a second, second wind to this show. Uh, my parents got in a motorcycle accident. It's true. And uh, my dad was in the hospital for like a week and a half, right? So my dad is 65. So when he got out, I asked him, like, hey, are you going to ride your motorcycle again? He's like, yes, because I did not learn my lesson the first time. I like this. I like what's going on here. Uh... So I suggested, hey, if you're going to keep riding, why don't you get one of those three-wheeled motorcycles? You know what I mean? The ones that, like, fucking old people ride. And, like, I might as well have told him that, like, I'm gay and studying to be a magician because he did not respond well. Like, I had insulted his pride as a man that he, like, gets a third wheel because he's, like, not cool enough anymore. I'm like, dude... I'm not even confident you can jerk yourself off anymore, and I'm supposed to trust you with the life of my mom on the back of this goddamn contraption? Get the fuck out of here. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, your next performer. He is super funny. I just watched this guy crush at the punchline. He's funny as shit, always doing big things. Uh, he is a big man himself. Give it up for Paul Conyers. Yeah, I crushed. That's a very kind adjective, John. Thank you so much. Crushed is a verb. Um, I PayPal'd three dollars uh, this afternoon. All right, so no one go thinking I'm an asshole. So my bases are covered. What's up, guys? Uh, I get to go visit my mom this weekend. I'm excited about that. I love my mom. Uh, some of you know this, but I, I don't know. I don't know a lot of you guys. Uh, my mom is blind, and I mean, I actually, for reals, he's blind. Like a lot of people, when I say that, they don't believe me, or they think that I'm speaking in, in metaphors. They go like, "Oh, do you mean blind to the systemic injustices of our culture?" And I'm like. No, I mean blind. You're thinking of an asshole. <laughs> My mom is not an asshole. Uh, she just doesn't see things. Also, that's rude. But like, thanks for judging my mother blind to the systemic injustices of our culture. This chick grew up in Berkeley in the 60s, was one of the original bra burners, and literally doesn't see color. This chick is woke as fuck, all right? Um... 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people ask me a lot of weird questions when, when I tell them I have a blind mom. One that comes up over and over again, how does she know when to stop wiping? I get that a lot, and uh, I don't know. It's never come up. Please stop asking me. I promise when she tells me, I will tweet that shit out. But until then, I'm just going to wait for the conversation to happen organically. I don't know. Maybe we'll bring up like Quilted Northern or something, and then it'll slowly transition to that. But until then, let's just uh, let's just let sleeping dogs lie. Um, I don't know. I mean, people, they're, they're way more fascinated than me about having a blind mom. But I think it's just like, you know, it's whatever you grow up in. That's your normal, right? Like for me, it was just totally normal having a blind mom, even though kind of weird things would happen. Like, for example, I knew that every Christmas I was going to unwrap some of my own shit. Like it just happened. We hid, uh, she hid the Christmas presents in the laundry room. So there were some repeats for sure. And uh, I, I, you know, I would always act surprised because you feel bad. And you're like, oh, Oh my gosh, thank you, mom. It's just what I have. And uh, she's all excited. Like, yeah, Santa came. I'm like, what, to my school? This is my PE shirt. <laughs> Been running laps for weeks. All right, good. Mom joke done. Um, I, uh, I don't, are there any Warrior fans in here? Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, I, I hate Warrior fans. Let me tell you why. Um, I hate Warrior fans because you guys talk about LeBron James in a way that I feel like you wouldn't talk about him if he was right in front of you. You know what I mean? You're very, you're very brazen. You guys see that video like a couple years ago? LeBron was leaving the Warriors court after he lost one game in the finals. And this woman was like, hey, LeBron, how's it feel to be a little pussy-ass bitch? And everyone just kind of stopped. And LeBron's like, come on, man. I'm a, I'm a guy. Like, stop. You don't talk to me like that. And then his bodyguard was like, watch your mouth, woman. I was like, all right. I don't like how you handled this either. But, like, really, LeBron's the only good guy. <laughs> the only guy looking good in this. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know, man. I, I, I talked to Warrior fans, and they're like, oh, man, the guy's a, he's a pussy. LeBron's a pussy. I'm like, okay, really? Well, like, you're five and a half feet tall. What does that mean? make you the clit? You know, like, they say things because I, I talk to audiences about LeBron a lot and I've heard audiences say that not only they give him no credit they say that not only is he not one of the greatest athletes of all time but he's not even a great player and that's bullshit right I mean we know he's a great player because he's in the NBA case closed you know I mean there are 450 roster slots in the NBA if your profession only had 450 spots available would you be employed right now you're just killing it at the Kia dealership every day like this guy was born to sell Sorrentos they always uh they always say, ah, oh, LeBron James just bitches about calls all day. He just bitches about calls, about getting fouled. Well, let me tell you something. LeBron James gets fouled a lot, all right? He's like, he's an inch taller than me and he's got 30 more pounds of stacked muscle. So when you're the rough size and weight of a GNC Yukon, you come barreling down the lane. Yeah, there's not a lot of volunteers that are just sliding into frame. Like, yeah, I've never been on a poster before. Yeah, one. Let's do that. No, they stand outside the key and they slap. And I'm going to tell you something. Getting slapped fucking hurts. I don't, there's no amount of muscle that takes away the sting of a slap. That's why women stopped punching. It's evolution in progress. Like, have you ever been slapped by a woman? Dude, they cock back. You feel that shit for a week. But a punch, it's almost refreshing. 
Uh, I'm a pig. So the other thing that they say about LeBron is like, oh, yeah, he flops. He flops a lot. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, he flops a lot. I'll grant you that. LeBron flops a lot, can't defend it. But uh, you know what? That's All the great ones have their quirks, right? LeBron James flops a lot. MJ couldn't hit a curveball. Magic Johnson should have had a less active social life, I guess we'll say. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, let's lay off LeBron a little bit. I mean, the guy just opened a, a school with free college tuition for underprivileged kids at risk. I don't give a shit if he travels every now and then. Like, that's, that's the new rule in the NBA. If you single-handedly save the education sector of the United States on the offseason, you get two pivot feet, all right? That's the new rule. You could just, just pivot all the way to the basket, all right? Right into Washington. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Paul Conyers, super funny, super tall. Just want to remind everybody with the $2 donations, please make sure you are donating. We are on the honor system here at Mutiny Radio, even though that is not the, the word that it sounds like it is. Uh, I am the highest I have ever been on stage right now. That's a, that's a true story, you guys. Uh, what if you okay? If you guys had to have sex with one type of food, what would it be? Go ahead and shout out tapioca pudding. That's decent. What kind of food would you like to have sex with most, Paul? Tuna sandwich. Okay, it's close. Fettuccine, just just no sauce, just dry pasta. <laughs> okay. What, what kind of food would you like to have sex with? You would have sex with a corn dog? <laughs> Are you putting it into your own ass? Okay, okay. Uh, Nicole, same question. What kind of food would you most like to have sex with? Eggplant? Jeez. It's girthy. That's a girthy vegetable. What about you, Capitol? Potato salad. All right, we got some good answers. You guys have. What about you? Let's let's ask. You're like a non-comic. What kind of what kind of food do you most like to have sex with? Uh, yeah. Skinny squash. That's cool. That's all good answers. I think if I was gonna have sex with food, it would be like a lasagna. You know, I feel like that would suit me well. It's like got a lot of noodle layers. It's like a real rich, meaty sauce. Real saucy. You know, I do feel like a, a lasagna really is just like a spaghetti cake. You know what I mean? It's just a cake made of spaghetti. That's true shit. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian. She is extremely funny. I see her all over the place smashing rooms and smashing eggplants. <laughs> Give it up for Nicole Turley. <laughs> so much i'm officially gonna change my twitter handle to the eggplant at, at the eggplant smasher hold on while i put my two dollars in the donation this thing um 
Hey, oh God. So I guess I need to like get like a facelift or some Botox because apparently you guys think that I was around for Son of Sam and the uh, Russian dog in space. Okay, well, that is not the case. <laughs> I heard about those things from my parents. I was around for the Challenger explosion, okay? But come on, the space dog out, okay. I'll just, I'll just fuck it. I'll just get some Botox, okay? I'll just, just okay. I'm freaking insecure, you guys. I'm horribly insecure. Uh, speaking, I, I'm actually trying to make a decision. I'm supposed to go to this OK Cupid date after this, but on the other hand, I got a sprain in my shoulder, which means I got some pain meds and muscle relaxers from my doctor that I'm really excited about trying. <laughs> It's a tough decision for me. Uh, they're not opioid. Okay, the doctor. I, uh, yeah, I have addiction issues, and I mean, you know, so I, I mean, in the back of my mind, I was telling him about my shoulder pain, and I was thinking, Vicodin, Vicodin, Percocet, Norco, and he's like, nah, nah, no, he was looking at me like, no chance, bitch. <laughs> okay, um, but they are. I mean, they are. They are nice, you know. So, um, what else? Uh, I like my men, like I like my cars, damaged but nice enough to drive for Uber. Okay, somebody said that was really funny on Twitter. I guess not so fun, ver not funny verbally or not funny at all. What do we, okay. I, yeah, I'm really, that's why I'm asking. I need your guys' approval, okay? You know, I already, yeah, thank you. Okay, I, yeah, it makes up for being told I look old. Um, so, oh. Uh, so I, uh, did, well, I, argue this. I quit drinking a year and a half ago. I know this outfit doesn't scream sobriety, but it happened, you guys. Um, yeah, I am really proud of that. Uh, yeah, um, and I, how, I, how I was able to quit drinking, it was pretty easy. I used a little method called doing every other fucking drug I can get my hands on. <laughs> you guys should try it if you want to quit drinking. I just popped a bunch of Oxy that I got off the black market because my doctor won't sell it to me, right? You know, it's going to be great, you guys. Um, no, I, I, I don't do that. But I should have really known that I was going to have addiction problems early in life. Um, because I had way too much fun getting my wisdom teeth removed. Okay, let me explain, okay? Medical grade nitrous oxide. Am I right? Boom, yeah, high five. It's the best. Have you tried? I mean, screw whippets, you guys. Oh, man, I wish I could get that stuff and get it in my house. I would never leave. So I, afterwards, I called up, I had my face whistle. I called up all of my friends. Like, oh my God, oh my God, you guys have got to get your wisdom teeth out. It's like the best experience of my life. It still is like one of the highlights of my life. Um, yeah, oh, but then after, they give, they, that's when they give you the Percocet. You guys know you used to be able to snort that? Oh, man. That, yeah, that was awesome. And then years later, I discovered the, the beauty of uh, opiates and Vicodin. Horrible for your liver, but a lot of fun, you guys. Um, I love drugs. I miss them. I miss alcohol. No, no I don't miss alcohol um, that much. That was bad. I was a, a shit show. Uh, how much time do I have? Oh, cool. All right. More of my bad decisions. Okay. Um, I, um, I, let's see. Um, I have a lot of anger issues, you know, because um, I work at a restaurant in the marina a lot of rich people, which is a special kind of degrading. Um, marina District is a really odd place. It's kind of like if douchebag was a place, you know. Um, oh, uh, side note, don't, do you guys think that the Salesforce Tower is like the dick pic of San Francisco? <laughs> yeah, it's like San Francisco, it's tech bro say, look at this dick! Look at this dick! Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, uh, you know, working in, I've worked for three years at this place, and it really wears on you, because you, you hear the stupidest shit, you know, and just like, you know, women talking about, you know, I've never, I've never done, ha, done how to do my own nails, I've, anyway, um, yeah, but the marina, you can get a gourmet cake for your dog, and a special gourmet cake, it's really, it's a lame, it's a lame place, um, so I hate people, that's why I want to work in a morgue, you know? Because people are so much easier to deal with when they're dead, right? That's creepy. Um, oh, but yeah, my the bartender at my work said that you actually, his friends worked at a morgue and they got their saws like at Home Depot, which I think is really weird, but that would be a lot of fun to like go through the line with the saws, check cashiers all, oh, what are you guys building today? <laughs> We're cutting up a body. That's, that's just great, I don't know. Oh, one minute, okay. So yeah, I just think it would be cool. I mean, it might help, you know. I mean, people are bad for the environment anyway, you know. So how bad is murder, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know? Aren't we kind of legally required to kill some douchebags? Because they're just going to make other people's lives hell, right, you know? Um, you know, so maybe we should just let people have their personal purge, like maybe kill one person, one person in their lifetime and get a pass, okay? Yeah, and um, like if you're a woman, if you have a baby, you can like kill like a, a person for every baby you have, man. Shit, I would be getting inseminated. I would be Octomom in that shit, you know. Sorry, Miss Turley, the seventh one is still born, still counts. Okay. I'm almost okay, anyway. Um, I think I'm done for the day. Um, you guys, I'm Nicole Turley. <laughs> Fuck yeah, give it up for Nicole Turley. Woo. Yeah, super funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian, we're going to have a first here. Your next comedian is going to do his set while on hold with his bank. <laughs> so this set might get cut short, it might not. We're, we're going to roll the dice. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the very funny and the great man, Anthony Medina. Yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of committed to this because uh, it's been over an hour. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, if uh, you ever try a new gas station because it's like they have new like machines, uh, that shit can hold you right there. Yeah. And then it's crazy. Like, you really start thinking about your entire life while you're on hold. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, the entire time I'm holding the phone to my ear and the only t I'm just thinking, like, brain cancer. You know? Motherfucking brain cancer. And then I think there's a cahoots because all of a sudden my fucking phone started dying, y'all. Now it's like, I, I might, it might get cut short because of the fucking, ba the battery might die. So now I'm like thinking fucking like, I get it, iPhone has a deal with Bank of America who has a deal with oil and shit. I'm like, I get it now, all right. Because like, uh, but if anything though, um, another thing about technology, uh, it's been hitting the ghettos of America, y'all. You know, uh, back in the day, she's gonna be heckling me all, all through this set, so she's been heckling me for over an hour. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, too, that like uh, you're just looking for a human connection? All right? Because <laughs> I was outside listening to all y'all, and I could hear her laugh every so often. I was like, oh, they sound like they're having just as much fun as I am right now. Uh, <laughs> but if anything, though, uh, the technology with uh, hitting the ghettos of America uh, back in the day when a car be riding up on slow on you, you'd be thinking it'd be like a gangster ready to shoot you up. And now these days, it's your Uber. All right? Uh, uh, <laughs> if anything, too, uh, these days, uh, 
gangsters are no longer uh, striking each other left and right they are now swiping with each other left and right because there's a huge gay population amongst uh, gay gangsters in america y'all did you all know that all right if you did it that, that, that means you haven't been to jail yet all right y'all i just need to check my shit It's funny, like the music they put. Like, like there's somebody like who is uh, just out there listening to orchestra music. It's like this is gonna be elevator music, you know? Like, how does that fucking determine and shit? Uh, if anything, though, uh, like I've been waiting outside, thinking like, uh, you know, if anything, thank you for everyone who came out and uh, let me take a hit of their weed. I appreciate that shit. Thank you so much. Yeah, because when you're when you're in those dark moments uh, with your bank, you got nothing else to look forward to but uh, just somebody like passing you a joint. Which I hear y'all dabbing inside here? Is that what's happening? Oh shit, alright. Well, fuck. I know where I'm going into. Like, look at, look at where you're, you're saying no. Absolutely yes, that's where we're gonna go. If anything though, uh, I grew up in South Central LA, but a lot of people don't believe that because I'm alive. And dressed like a high school substitute teacher who smokes weed on the weekends. But as you already know, I smoke weed every day. Because uh, why the hell else would I decide to wear pink shoes today? Uh, yeah, if anything, uh, oh gosh, you know, like sometimes I wonder, like, what the fuck is, do we even need bank accounts and shit? Like, with crypto, anyone got cryptocurrency up in here? No, exactly, yeah. And there's actually, like, some jazz music going on in the background as well. I like how this is just, like, this is the ultimate Heckelson, like, session that I've ever had on stage, but from not real people, all right? <laughs> if anything, I'm going to, like, that, that'd be a cool show, huh? Just try to, like, fucking uh, get through you live. It, like, if anything, it, it, I also, like, was trying to, they, they, they recommend using the app. So I went the app way and stuff, and the app started talking back to me and shit. I was like, what the fuck and stuff? And then uh, not only that, like i'm just like thinking the entire time like the reason why i found out too i was gonna get the two dollars for a mutiny and uh well obviously there's something on top stuff is stopping it right there god damn it uh some exotic animals in south central y'all first one the ghetto bird for those of you who know what the ghetto bird is it's the police helicopter you know uh, that's why i knew i wanted to get a show business because when these ghetto bird be shining down their light and all my friends start to scatter i jump in and start doing my bits y'all i was killing it but I'm just trying to kill time right now. All right. Uh, if anything, this has been like a interesting little session. And I'm actually glad nobody called up during. Because then otherwise, like, I have to, like, exchange my personal information. And I don't know if I trust uh, everyone in here. You know, I trust uh, a third of y'all. Uh, but the other ones, that's just because we don't know each other yet. Uh, but if anything, thank you so much for letting me uh, do some time up here. Appreciate you. Alright, give it up for Anthony who is still on hold. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian coming up, he is very funny. He is all over the place in the Bay Area. You can see him at so many places. This guy's killing it. Give it up for Ian Levy. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, feeling good? Um, I don't I don't know what I'm uh, really going to talk about because I had one bit I want to do, but it's only about two minutes long, uh, and I feel it's a strong closer, uh, which leaves me with about two minutes up top. Uh, I just got to fill... Uh, 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 open with my closer? 
Yeah, okay. My problem is uh, I haven't really I haven't really been writing a lot of new stuff. Um oh, you know what? Uh I've recently stopped going uh, to museums full on. I don't go to museums anymore uh because I found uh why pay to go to a museum uh when you can go to the museum gift shop for free uh and see all the same art through the medium of tote bags and coffee mugs. So, it's the same stuff so i feel good about that i feel like that was strong enough to then go into the closer <laughs> transition uh, i feel that went so well uh so I, the problem uh why well, i haven't where is that music coming from there's music okay now <laughs> i i find um i i don't i haven't been writing jokes because i've mostly just been thinking about a uh, conversation i would like to have uh with my father uh, so I've been thinking about this a lot. I actually need some some help from uh, someone in the audience. Uh, you you seemed friendly and youthful. Will, will, you come, will you actually come up on stage with me really quick? So in this in this uh, scenario, so you are going to be playing uh, my father. Um, okay. So okay, uh, he was uh, just just your character is a man uh, who values uh, soccer more than his own children. These are your lines. These are your lines. Okay. Okay. If you could just take it from um, the, 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 you can take it from the top. Hello, my son. Oh, actually, uh, my dad is from Scotland. Uh, if you could just do it with a Scottish, you got it? Okay. Okay. Hello, my son. I'm still missing. Oh, you know, if we could cue a dramatic music, if we could please play some dramatic music, George, that'd really help the scene. Okay. Bring it down just a little bit for me, George. There we go. Okay, take it from the top. Hello, my son. That's not okay. Scot Scottish, You're Scottish. No, you got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hello, my son. Hello, Papa. I just want to let you know that I love you and I'm very proud of you. Thank you, Papa. I love you too. That's a bad word. I don't know if I want to say this one. You are much better than your sister. I hate that cunt. Whoa! Whoa! That's a little harsh. No, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. Stay in character. I should have named your sister Cunty McCuntface. I hate her and I hope she dies of dysentery. Wow, you really don't like her. Your sister can take her career and go fuck herself. I'd much rather have a son with no career or future prospects. Oh. Is there anything else you want to tell me? I've decided I'm not going to divorce your mother. We can be a family again. That's great! Now you don't need to get a job. You can live with us for as long as you want. I'm so happy, Papa. End of scene one. There's one last thing I must tell you, my boy. What is it, Papa? I no longer think playing Magic the Gathering is a waste of money. In fact, I think Magic the Gathering is a great game for handsome, attractive men. I'm so glad we can finally, uh, I'm so glad we can agree that Magic the Gathering is a great game for cool dudes. Yes, totally. Only strong men who have lots of sex play Magic the Gathering. I'm so happy that my son plays Magic the Gathering. Hey, Papa, would you like to play Magic the Gathering? 
I want nothing more than to play Magic the Gathering with you, because the only thing more magical than Magic the Gathering is magic that happens when a father loves his son. I love you, Papa. I love you too, son. Now let me hold you like I've never held you before. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's just a uh, real conversation I'm having with my father, son, or soon. I just want to practice it. Okay, that's my time. I'm done. Bye-bye. Oh, man, that was, that was intense. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we need to move it along because we are starting to run a little late, and we still got a couple more people. So give it up for Mike Spiegelman. Thank you. Hey everyone, how are you? I want to perform too on stage. I don't know if you guys know this, but comedy is just a hobby for me. My real passion is hand puppetry. Anyone else? <laughs> I've actually uh, worked for with the San Francisco Municipal Transit Authority, Muni. Uh, let me uh, let me introduce my characters. We give it up for left hand. Hi everyone, how are you? And right hand, hi, how are you? Uh, we are going to do a bit called backdoor step down. <clears throat> uh, Twenty-four mission, twentieth uh, stop. Uh, backdoor. Backdoor. Back door, back door, back door. Step down. Back door, step down. Back door. Uh, 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 uh. Step down like this. Mm, mm. <laughs> what? I'm the crazy one. Why are you looking at me? You didn't know how to step down. Also, keep looking at me. I'm on the bus. <laughs> wow, hand puppetry is fun. Here's a bit uh, called Ask Dr. Hot Plate. And I'm going to use my left hand as Dr. Hot Plate. How are you, doctor? I'm good, civilian. Uh, Dr. Hot Plate, can I make microwavable popcorn on my hot plate? No. Well, can I make Jiffy Pop popcorn on my hot plate? Yes. All right, well that was uh, Ask Dr. Hot Plate. My next bit, I'm gonna use my right hand, it's called Second Opinion with Dr. Electrical Coil. How are you, Dr. Electrical Coil? I'm good, Michael, thank you for asking. Uh, why, you just talked to me, I'm a doctor. I know, but I would like to get a second opinion. <clears throat> Dr. Electrical Coil, can I make microwavable popcorn on my hot plate? Traditionally, no, but here's a quick life hack. Get a pan, open up the bag of microwavable popcorn, put a little oil in the pan, put three kernels in the pan, close the lid, set the hot plate for five, keep shaking it, and when you hear pop, 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 pour a thin layer of popcorn on the thing, and then just keep shaking it, and listen to the popcorn, and then you'll pop it. That is sheer quackery. Shh. <laughs> I'm getting a second opinion. Uh, Dr. Electrical Coil, can I make Jiffy Pop popcorn on my hot plate? Yes, but Mike, I'm really worried about your weight. Me too. <laughs> I think my hands are fucking with me. I, don't, I think my wife uh, fakes orgasm. I, I don't think she comes. I think she just yells out George Burns movies. She's like, oh God, oh God, book two. Oh God, you devil. Big broadcast in 1937. That was a giveaway. 
guys know George Burns is king of radio vaudeville movies. He lived for 100 years, 1895 to 1995. And you know what he said before he died? He said, vaudeville's dead, yet I'm still alive. My wife likes that joke. She knows all his movies, apparently. I had sex with a, you ever have sex with a sex robot? I think she was faking it. She kept saying, oh, zero, zero, one, 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 zero. I had to return it because uh, uh, during sex she kept saying, you're somewhere else, you're somewhere else. So that's kind of, that's creepy in the wrong sense. All right, that's my time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks very much. All right, everybody, give it up for Er... Uh, fuck. Give it up for Mike Spiegelman. Shit, sorry. I'm, like, thinking ahead. All right, so let's keep this train rolling. Give it up for Earl Camden. I'd rather be with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we are. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here and listening to me. Uh, my name's Earl. Uh, I'm a pretty funny guy, I've been told. I'm 20, I'm a student, and uh, as such, I have a really loose grip on kind of how things work, and I can't wait to share that with the rest of you guys. Let's get down to brass tacks, because I, I, I want to address the, you know, the bull in the room, and that's my name, because I bet when you heard Earl Camden, you didn't exactly expect all this <laughs> and I don't blame you you know I don't know why you'd have a baby and call it Earl like I never once have I ever looked at a baby and been like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an Earl right there not once uh but like imagine showing your kids to your co-workers or some shit I'm like oh yeah this is Earl like miss is that does that baby pay a mortgage because that's not the name of a child that's the name of a 45 year old homeowner Imagine having sex with me too, like you know. What's your? Like, give me your, give me your name real quick. Let me put it under perspective. Aditya. Oh, I was expecting like John, but oh, Aditya. Daniele. Okay. Mmm, Daniele. Well, at least that sounds like kind of sexy, but like uh. Mm. Yeah, it's gross. Doesn't have that same ring to it. Uh, I haven't done stand-up in a while. It's been a. It's probably obvious, but I haven't done stand-up in a bit. And the main reason for that being is that I've been smoking a lot of weed. But the reason that I tell people is because I got a job. I did get a job though. I used to not have a job. I used to jerk off into a sock and smoke weed from nine to five. But that's <laughs> that doesn't make any money and it doesn't make my parents any less happy or any less fucking uh, disappointed in me. That was funny and sentiment. <laughs> um, oh fuck, I'm hella high. I never do stand up high. Uh, but I got a job now, you know. I uh, I work for a faceless corporate leviathan making coffee for people that I perceive to be way lower than me but are probably just on their way to the coffee store to get coffee before they go to their 9 to 5 job making $90 an hour while I sit in the back room and cry on my 10 minute breaks. But But I've got aspirations, I've got goals, you know. I want to be a comedian, take it the whole fucking go the whole fucking road. 
I'm ready for it. But um, that that comes with its fair share of problems. For example, like I I don't like to tell my family I'm a comedian, and generally with comedians, that's a no. Oh shit! I got a one minute left. Uh, let's let's cut it short. Um, I talk about how being a comedian doesn't get you women, and my Christian family doesn't doesn't like it. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they asked me to do jokes, and I'm like, hey. Which joke you want to hear, Grandma? The one where I talk about the three testicles or the one where I tell everyone Grandpa was gay? But I've got a good set of skills. You know, that's why I want to do porn if, if the stand-up career goes awry. Because I'm a good performer. You know, I'm aware I have a six-inch penis. I'm aware I haven't run a mile since the ninth grade. But I'm a good actor. Cause, you know, and I think that's something the porn industry needs. Because last time I watched Superstar Anal Whores 4, I was not impressed by anything. The writing was stifled. The characters didn't seem genuine. I just didn't feel encapsulated by the whole piece, you know. Three out of ten. I, I did come, but uh wasn't that great. Uh, but I don't think I'd be great in porn either. Uh, I was in Boy Scouts, and that kind of fucked shit up for me. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd do way better. Uh, Boy Scouts got my sexuality jumbled up. You know Boy Scouts, Christian, very male organization trying to instill a sense of brotherhood by providing very physical male tough activities you know rifle shooting canoeing naked baseball things like that but chief among these games was one called three nut and i want to preface this by saying that i'm not making this up and what three nut was is you'd get a big crowd to surround a guy that would take his cock out and he'd roll his flaccid penis up into his ball sack skin and sort of like three cup them around you know and then you get a big group of people to decide which one was the fake nut, hence the name Three Nuts. I'm, no, that, that was a real thing. Those guys called me gay my entire life. And that really fucked with shit. You know, like, are they homophobic or am I just <laughs> real fucking gay? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's probably, probably the end, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Fuck yeah, give it up for Earl Camden. All right, we are running uh, the light on this one, but we're going to give a very quick spot to Anthony A. So I'll keep it quick, you know. There's always a new story to tell every day. That's just life. Always learning, always seeing. I was working at CVS for six months, but I quit because I was feeling a bit generic. And I'd rather not do a stand-up bit, I'd rather do a sit-down bit if that's okay for this short minute. You know, the, the only thing I could say, and it's not really a joke, but it can be seen as a joke, but if you don't dream at all, maybe it would be good to find a way to go back to dreaming. Because I haven't dreamed in about a month or something. And like, the, your dreams hold secrets in them. They tell you like, they always are there to teach you. And it, sometimes the, your dream says that life's a joke or it plays a joke on you. And it, it, what you're supposed to learn from it is that sometimes you can't do anything about anything and you just have to keep going. Yeah, dreams. Anybody got dreams? Yeah, spark them all at once. No, I've done that before. I got I got a really bad cough now. I haven't smoked in a week. It won't go away. 
How do you keep going? It's powerful. You heard it here. There was also, all right, I'll throw this in because it, it's actually perfectly fitting in a really dark way because I heard, I did hear a little bit of dark humor here, but, you know, um, why kill yourself if you could kill yourself slowly over time? It's kind of the haunting thing, like, you know, I really like to smoke too, that's the thing, like, we all love our bit of pleasure, and it's kind of, it's funny in a really sick sense, but it's all about what you find humor in. I didn't find it funny either. Fuck yeah, give it up for Anthony A. That was an interesting, introspective performance. Um, so that is going to wrap up. The <laughs> With that momentum, we are going to wrap up tonight. We got to get ready for the uh, Pam's Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse. We have some amazing people. We have Matt Watt here. We have Daniele Mini Minix, or however the fuck that last name goes. We have Alyssa Westerlund. We have a lot. Oh, and uh, Quatimo Silva. We have a lot of heaters. So please stay tuned if you are actually listening live. Fuck yeah. Thank you, guys. advice lgbtq friendly to sports vinyl to gutter punk mutiny radio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you i bet my peg leg on it or i ain't scurvy shit face mcrat <laughs> Time and we're ready to groove in the mission for the 6th Annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free, Saturday, August 18th from noon to 6 p.m. with bands Empress Of, Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more. Come to Mutiny Radio for special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, friends, neighbors, and dogs on August 18th to benefit Mission Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at www.20thstreetblockparty.com. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service.